and welcome into another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. Uh, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues, the best place to watch the game live and loud. And uh, you can do that on Sunday afternoon if you're not heading out to Campbelltown. And of course, MG Pump Solutions, owned by the big Chano. And if you have a spare minute, head over to our socials at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Uh, saw Gussie in the comments about an hour ago promoting our Patreon for us. Oh, good on you, Gussie. Uh, I need to give you a commission. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. A couple of bucks to support the show and join the Discord, which is absolutely pumping this week. They Again, they helped me uh, find content for tonight's show. So they're, they're paying me and doing, doing part of my job. So thanks to the guys... Uh, yeah, in the Discord, and if you're on the YouTubes, uh, give us a subscribe, notifications. Yeah, we'd really like to pump the uh, the YouTube channel, get that up uh, as well. Righto, boys, on a Thursday night, previewing the game on Sunday. Um, yeah, I'll go. As how how are you feeling heading into Sunday? What should be three wins in a row, possibly? I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, it's going to be good to get back home, back to Campbelltown, um, our last game there for the season. Like uh, Jacko and AD have both said on the socials during the week, hopefully we get a good crowd there supporting the boys. Yep. Um, finish the season as strong as we can and on to bigger and better things next year, hopefully. My seats are going to be empty. Unfortunately, uh, my... I'm assuming my wife gave it to me because she had it first. It has to be her fault. Uh, I've contracted the uh, spicy cough this week, uh, making my debut with this COVID thing. It, um, yeah, it's rocked the both, both of us a bit this week. And unfortunately, because I got it on Tuesday, that means I'm yeah locked down for the whole weekend. I'm so annoyed. It's the worst timing I could have got it. Like I was hoping we're all going to get it eventually. And I was hoping at least to be like, A, not miss a Tigers game, B, some NBA or NFL to watch if I'm at home. There's like literally nothing going on like at the moment. It's literally boring uh, being stuck in home inside as well. But um, yeah, so if you hear me coughing tonight, I'll try and mute the microphone. It, uh, there's a bit of a dry cough that I'll yeah try and hide as best I can. One man that's looking fit as a fiddle though, Rob Bashara. How, uh, how are you feeling heading into this game? Yeah, looking forward to heading out to Campbelltown, Josh. Uh, should be a good game. A little bit disappointed, obviously, that Jacko won't be there. And yeah, seems like seems like we haven't named a ball playing lock. So I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are expecting. The Knights forward pack stacks up pretty well, and yeah, so I, I think you know I, I hope the crowd will get out there and support the boys and and uh, cheer us home to victory. And did you just see um, Joffa came out in the week? And he said Benji told him he's on a ball playing lock, and he goes it hurt him a little bit, but it's true. Well, I just saw yeah. that tonight. I just saw yeah. that tonight. We, we've had Jacko as a ball-playing lock, and now we haven't named a ball-playing lock. So I don't know if that's just a bit of uh, a smoke screen to who might be starting there, but seems like we're not playing a ball-playing lock this week. So I think that just gives us a little bit less attack, and you know our halves will have a bit more focus on them. So, yeah, don't think there's going to be too many tries in the game, but uh, hopefully we get the win. Speaking of which... Uh, Matthew on the Facebook. Welcome to everyone joining on the live streams on the Facebook and the YouTube <laughs> as well. He said, just wondering what time Rob will be dropping his same game a multi for this weekend's game. Uh, Rob Stradamus will, uh, that is a mouthful as, as you said, off the <laughs> he, will, uh, he will make his appearance last segment of the show. So you're going to stick through the uh, the whole show. Sorry, uh, sorry, Matty, but yeah, he will... Um, yeah, it was a, a huge one. I know you got a couple of DMs, Rob, from uh, a couple of people saying thanks for the uh, the money that you made them. Yeah, they, I've had a few people message and I just told them it was a bit of a fluke, that's all. So I actually was confident last week, but yeah, not so confident this week, but we'll see how we go. Uh, righto, so lower grades this weekend, New South Wales Cup and Jersey Flag are both playing the Panthers at Blue Bet Stadium. Uh, the Flag boys are at 11 a.m., um, and the Cup boys uh, are at 2 p.m. I really should take Jock Madden now, that photo. He's uh, a first grader now. But um, And, of course, our women won the grand final. And, um, yeah, and we'll celebrate that every single episode of the show. 
Uh, right, on to the news. A lot of Lee, a lot of Lee news this week, boys. So, um, obviously, a lot, lot going on. Firstly, a quick one. So, Lee's not a fan of the NRL loan system, even though we're loaning two players uh, to other teams, which is so it's kind of odd. But uh, basically, on SEN Radio, he said, "I'm not particularly a fan of this loan system, particularly loans are this late in the season." Uh, we have been taken advantage of because the rules do provide for that. While any player is playing for the loaning club, the loaning club is responsible for them. So that club is responsible for the medical and related expenses. What happens if the injury is severe enough to go beyond the loan period? Unfortunately, that's the risk for both parties to take. It's very clunky, this system, and I understand why Peter Volanders is looking into it. I know the deadline has moved to back to June 30, I believe now, so it's not August 1, which is just crazy how late in the season. Uh, I guess it was COVID was kind of the main reasons last couple of years. But, um, Rob, obviously we've given Noffa to the Storm and uh, what's his name to the Roosters? Oliver, Oliver, Oliver Gildart, thank you. Um, yeah, is it weird that Lee's – has Lee got a point here? Is it weird that he – he said taking advantage of, but – we still had to agree to it, didn't we? Yeah, but if you if you take that comment on face value, it might seem weird. But I'm sure there's many people within you know other organisations that feel the same way. You can still say that it's not a system that you like, but as a club, we've got to take advantage of that carrot, which is to get you know pick up some cap space, whether it's fifty k, hundred k, two hundred k. So for us, like we're not getting a player back. So it actually helps our club. It helps the, the club that is borrowing the player. So, I, like, you can still do the right thing by the club and not be a fan of it. Like, if you ask me, like, I'm happy that we've lent an offer to Melbourne if that's what, you know, if we're going to save some money. But do I like the system? No. So in terms of that, I, I agree with him. I think you can you can sort of, I wouldn't call it sitting on the fence. You can just not like the rule, but you still have to play by the rules. So I, I think what he said there is perfectly fine to be filled. So the mighty West Tigers roared back into the winner's circle last week with an emphatic victory over the Broncos. Now it's time to exact revenge on the Newcastle Knights and continue their climb up the premiership ladder. So if you can't make it to Campbelltown Stadium, uh, come on down to the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield, this Sunday, 7th of August, 4 or 5 p.m. is kickoff uh, to watch that round 21 fixture. West Ashfield offers great dining options. Choose from the Garden Bistro uh, or walk on for some mouth-watering Asian cuisine. And for more information, visit West Ashfield's website, westashfield.com.au or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at West Ashfield. And if you don't know, West Ashfield is the home of West Tigers. They are at uh, 115 Liverpool Road, Ashfield. To be honest. As we touched on it the other night, but do you think uh, this could be good for Nofa. Do you think? Do you think he could come back a better player for us? I hope he comes back a better player. He needs to come back a more professional player, um, and I think that's what we're all hoping happens with him down there. Obviously, being in a system like the Storm, where they're a lot tougher on their players, they place a high value on um, accountability and things of that nature. And I think him being in that system might give him a bit of a kick up the backside, which um, as we've all seen from his poor uh, off-field form in recent years that he he really needs it, I, I think. Uh, Lee story number two. So talking about home grounds tonight. So this whole stadium saga, so if you uh, basically had your head in the sand and haven't heard the news this week, New South Wales Premier Dom Perrottet, who supposedly is a West Tigers fan, but um, he's taken the uh, the funding that was meant to go to suburban stadiums and he's going to give it to the floods. Uh, Lee is basically saying, if without Leichhardt getting refurbishments, they're not, they'll have to take that into account because they're working out what the ratio of Campbelltown uh, and Leichhardt games will be next year because the contract is up with uh, the company that runs Combank and a core stadium. So Lee said, uh, we have probably denied ourselves a home ground advantage by having so many home grounds 
Um, this is a, there is a very compelling argument to be made for the West Tigers to return to their traditional home grounds to secure its identity and presence. Enough with being nomads and gypsies. Uh, having five home grounds is not feasible or practical. We had factored into our consideration of our stadium policy moving forward that there would be a refurbishment going forward. Uh, if Leichhardt is to remain as it is, which I believe is not up to NRL standard, that will factor into the board's thinking on a new stadium policy going forward. Um, Rob, I'll go to you first. I, it almost sounds like they've, they've made up their mind and they might change it now because they'll have to start organising booking for home ground. So the fact that he said we had factored into our consideration, um, yeah, they may they may have already made up their mind on what uh, what home grounds we're playing at next year. Well, I, I don't think they've certainly they haven't decided on the ratio of Campbelltown and Leichhardt games. Um, I listened to his podcast where he had Tim Sheens on it. It was a part two. Uh, it goes for about thirty five minutes, and and they went into a little bit of detail. Uh, what I liked about that is they were talking about you know eventually we need our own fortress, and you know they'd like to you know really push the Southwest Sydney aspect of our of our club. What he did say was when he first took over as chairman. We'd had nine home games at nine different home grounds that year in the year that he That's became insane. chairman, which is absolutely insane. And and what I was pleased to hear is he understands that it, it probably costs us a home ground advantage. You know, could, could it cost us up to eight to ten points per game and that we do need our own fortress? I, I, it sounds to me like we're going to go down the Campbelltown-Liverpool path in terms of a redeveloped ground at some stage. Uh, whether we're going to play eight or nine games at Campbelltown as of next year, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll divide it six games at Leichhardt, six at Campbelltown and, you know, have the Tamworth and the Magic Ground or what have you. Or we might start putting more games down at Campbelltown immediately. I don't, I don't know, but it seems like there's definitely going to be a Leichhardt presence no matter what. It's just a matter of how many games they have there. But I'm glad to see that, you know, he's... Sort of, you know, we've we've said for two years, you know, we should have one home ground or, or two maximum, and and not sort of prostitute it too much. So I'm glad that they're looking looking down that path. So, yeah, I, I agree with what he said. Gypsies, prostitutes. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, what a fun conversation. Uh, Jenny Tiger asked, "What com- what podcast? What's it's a Bryden's lawyers? It was the yeah Bryden's Bryden's podcast. If anyone yeah. follows me on Twitter, I think I." shared it on Monday, Monday or Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah I think it might have been Monday. So, just, yeah, the, the link will be there. Um, you might want to retweet it or something, Josh. It was actually a really good listen, really good listen. Shane's had a lot of good things to say in that, and, and so did Lee, to be fair. As you drive from Orange for every single home game, what uh, what ratio would you like next year? I... Personally, I'd like Leichhardt to get more games, but I know that's unlikely to happen um, for all the various reasons we've talked about. It's my favourite ground. Um, but I do think that the more we get at Campbelltown, the better it will be. Really not a fan of going and watching the boys play at Para because it just doesn't feel like home. Yeah, we've got a yeah. few good wins there in the past, but it just doesn't feel like a home base. And obviously, we're going to continue taking the Tamworth game because it's been it's been really good. Uh, taking games to the country, and I believe every club eventually is going to have to take at least one um, a year. So we'll we'll have to have that as a home ground. But yeah, if we're going with the the ratio, I'd say seven Campbell, seven Campbelltown, um, four Leichhardt, and Tamworth would probably be the ratio I I wouldn't mind seeing. Ben asked on YouTube, without being negative, guessing well the ratio of Tiger fans and Maggie's, obviously mean Balmain. Um, we, our survey mid-season, we asked this every time, and from memory, 50% of people were like as and didn't go for either. Um, I think it was 30 Balmain and 15 uh, Magpies, but that's just our 200. For the hundred, hundreds of thousands of um West Tigers fans, how accurate that is, I'm not sure. But that's for listeners to this show. Uh, I, I guess people filling in the form maybe a bit younger because we shared it on Twitter and less elderly people probably came across it and uh, don't know how to fill in a, uh, a Google sheet. But um, 
yeah, I'm stereotyping a little bit, but it was yeah, it was, it was surprisingly though a lot weren't either. So and as you just said, you prefer Lycar, and that's not coming, um, not like Shane, Rob, and I who grew up in the um previously as Balmain fans. You you came came in after that. So, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what um yeah what the split will be next year. But yeah, I, my head says Campbelltown deserves more we've said that plenty of times uh actually we'll go we'll go lee we'll make it a lee fest i've got um rather than a slide i've uh stolen slash borrowed channel nine's uh story from lee tonight so let's see if this works rightfully theirs why is it so important to you to try and get the result overturned because we earned those two points they are our two points. We earned those. We won that match. We're entitled to those two points. The Cowboys aren't. It also impacts on the top four as well. CEO Justin Pascoe and Chairman Lee Hadjapantelis pleading their case to league boss Peter Volandis, arguing their loss to the Cowboys two weeks ago should be reversed because of the bunkers' blunder. Those concerns were graciously received and acknowledged by the NRL. There was a robust discussion as to how the game ended. Um, the, it's been agreed by the parties that there is some element of ambiguity in relation to the rules. The Tigers are confident overturning results isn't unprecedented. It's happened in the AFL, it's happened twice in the NSWRL going back 100 years as well, when there have been instances of players who are not registered playing, for example, and the NSWRL has intervened. So potentially the next step, legal action? Uh, the, all options remain on the table. Yeah. Justin and I will take it back to the full board now. As the bo- So, Rob... They're uh, they're still going hard at this, and I uh, I ripped that you you told me about this report tonight. I didn't actually see it, so I uh, yeah went and clipped it to uh, show everyone. But yeah, Lee uh, saying all the right things there. Hundred percent, like very firm words, like said with a lot of purpose. Uh, and you know that, like I said, it resonated last week with a win, as far as I'm concerned. So not only said the right things, but I believe he means it too. So. You know, we've got to fight for these two points and, you know, just set the bar high and just say that, you know, West Tigers aren't going to get stepped on anymore. And he's right. We won that game. And uh, hopefully they, you know, the NRL, or sorry, the NRL will, you know, come to the party a little bit, which I doubt they will. So I think legal action will be the next step. It's just that's probably where it'll be. But, it, it, you know, if ever there's a precedent that's going to be set, Josh, it should be this one because it literally happened after the game. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't we don't even need to go back to the goal kicks and all that sort of stuff because time should have expired before all that. But uh, I'm really glad the club's sticking to it. Uh, it would have looked terrible if they just softened up because we got a win last Saturday night. So you know, all credit to them. It's uh, I'm not used to agreeing with the club on three things in a row. It's a really yeah, it's good... a hat trick, hat trick of hat-trick. loving, loving, box, loving leads. Box trifecta. <laughs> box trifecta. <laughs> As are you are you glad to see? The uh, Justin and Lee still going hard on this and not letting it go. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I said it previously that if we want to make a stand about what the club stands for, and if we want to say that winning starts off the field, then this is probably a good way to set that up. So we've got the the powers that be fighting for a win that we rightfully earned, um, that we had incorrectly stolen from us or illegally stolen from us, I should say. Um, the fact that they're still fighting for it off the field hopefully instills a lot more fight on the field in the team than what we've seen um, in previous weeks before these last two. Obviously, great win against the Cowboys and a spectacular win against the Broncos uh, to back that one up. So, yep, yeah, bring on the next game. Uh, so, a little one here, obviously mentioned earlier about uh, Noth and Oliver Gildart going off to separate uh, finals-bound clubs. Uh, just a small thing about Kevin Marlowe, who actually turned down the storm. I did hear Adam, someone mentioned the comments earlier, Adam Dway, he did um, say he was actually keen to go to the storm, which I yeah found interesting. But he said, that I'm, in, I'm contracted to the West Tigers and whatever say, says goes. So it wasn't like he was pushing for it. Um but yeah, Kevin Marlow said they're looking for some players in the moment, but I just said that I've got a family and it's too much of a move for me. Noff is the perfect person to go over because he's got no family, no kids, so it's better for him. I've got my cousin who called me from Melbourne, Nelson, obviously uh, a sofa Solomona, and he said that Craig 
Bellamy mentioned my name to him. He said I should keep it on the back burner and just see where things are at. I said if things go well to plan, then why not? But it was too much of a move. Um, as it's one thing to let a couple of guys playing second grade go, but man, letting letting Ken go down there would have been huge. We're not playing for anything, but man, we need Ken in our team. Mm, Ken's Ken's been offering a lot to us out on the wing um, in recent weeks. Even the last couple of months, he's he's running the ball like a forward from those carries. He's dangerous in the air when kicks come his way. Um, because he, he's a lot taller than wingers we've had in the past. Yeah, he's just he's been instrumental in our uh, late season turnaround pretty much since the Eels game when we started to play a bit better. Uh, so, yeah, good to see him wanting to stick around as well. And, yeah, hopefully he has a really strong finish to his season and he comes back next year as well, ready to rip in for what's going to be a very interesting 2023 Rob, would you have been annoyed if we let Ken go to the storm? I've got mixed feelings about it. Uh, as Adam said tonight on the news, uh, like it, it, he wasn't, he was only keen to go there because he said it'd be good to learn from one of the premier organisations and see how they do things. So, in one way, I, I wouldn't have minded they they got even better there. But the fact that we're fighting for these two points from North Queensland, mm. it would have been a really poor look to let basically our, our best two players, you know, in the last few weeks go uh, for that sake. So if we're trying to say that every game means something, the, the players that we've let go, are one that was in reserve grade in Oliver Gildart and David Nofaluma, who hasn't been part of first grade for a few weeks. So we've let guys go that aren't part of the 17. So I, I, I have got mixed feelings about it, but I'm, I'm glad that Adam and Ken are in, with the team this week. And, you know, I, I got to take back what I said a few weeks ago because I basically, you know, from the time Madge left and we lost to Manly the following week, I kind of said these games are meaningless. And the fact that we're protesting these two points, I just realise now like every game does mean something. Every time mm. you put the West Tigers jersey on, it does mean something and it needs to mean something. And, and mate, I can't wait for Sunday. I'm so pumped up. Like, I really want to go. And it's just crazy because we're not, we're not going to be playing in the finals. But I'm just keen to see the boys that have had, you know, three or four good games out of five. You know, we had three poor games in, you know, what Manly, Canterbury and whoever else was in that mix in New Zealand. But, you know, the guys are coming good and, and we've got to start building for next year. So yeah. I, I'm, exci- I'm excited for Sunday. So, I, look, I am glad they stayed. But had they been loaned, you've just got to look at Harry. Like, like Harry Grant was loaned to us and he went back to the Storm a better player. So... If Adam was to go there for five weeks and then play finals footy and then we make finals next year, well, Adam's played in a few more finals other than the ones he's had with South. So I've, I've got mixed feelings about it, but, you know, there, there was there was no wrong decision as far as I was concerned, but I, I am glad, you know, being selfish, I'm glad they stayed. A couple of comments. Uh, Brandon mentioning uh, Adam system would have been, it was more risk than reward. Adam's, yeah, Adam's injury taken into consideration. Um. Yeah, I guess what Lee was referring to earlier, like you don't want—he's playing for Arsenal, playing for the Storm. He can still get injured, but um, I guess you you know the West Tigers will be able to um, yeah, take all precautions and that sort of thing with recovery and stuff. Um, and then Matichu, I'm pretty sure Dane Laurie got offered to the Storm as well, and he turned it down, which is um, yeah, a good sign. So. Uh, yeah, loving Dane Laurie the last few weeks. Uh, so Jacko's mum shared the uh, the bad news on Twitter. A great follow at Megs Harrod on uh, on Twitter. If you want to give Jacko's mum a follow, she gives all updates on Jacko. So he, um, yeah, she said the surgery went well, but uh, the ankle was way worse than expected. Um, but he's more than satisfied with the operation. So. Um, yeah, I mean, he was out for the season anyway, so I guess it's not really uh, that big a news. Either way, he's, um, yeah, hopefully built, can recover it and um, be sweet for pre-season training, uh, yeah, when that rolls around. Uh, okay, that's the end of the news. So, a bit of an announcement. So, in the, uh, a lot of people might not know that I'm also... Uh, as well as 
a podcaster by night. I'm uh, also a qualified fitness trainer and run outdoor fitness sessions. And I've decided to, because um, I talk a lot of footy with my my clients in my sessions, and I thought, why not join them together? And I'm going to create some uh, invites for West Tigers fan. Uh, I, I mean, if you're not, you've got a friend that's not a West Tigers fan, bring him along anyway. But um, yeah, I find exercising when you can talk footy makes you a lot more motivated. So uh, yeah, we, we train near ANZ Stadium at Homebush. And uh, it'll be Monday and Thursday nights, 7 p.m. at Kathy Freeman Park. Uh, and we'll start literally Mad Monday for the West Tigers, which is September 11. Pretty uh, pretty easy date to remember there. It's um, arguably the most famous calendar day of the year, but um, for other reasons, obviously. But, um, yeah, if you're interested, podcast at westlife.com or shoot us a DM in the, uh, in the socials. If you're looking to lose weight i'm not expecting any elite athletes maybe even mr bashara can uh head over for a few sessions and you can grill him for a bit of west tigers in uh inside news and that sort of thing with the off season so we'll be running episodes for the rest of september but uh we'll probably take a break after grand final uh as well but these sessions are a good way to uh yeah if you want to come talk Tigers with uh, the off season, and also, yeah, if you want to lose weight, get fitter, or just yeah, keep up, uh, improve your health. So yeah, let us know on the socials or podcast at westlife.com. Righto, on to this weekend's game. So before we get playing... into that, Josh, sorry, Go, as, um, I like pulling up all of the the social media posts, as you guys know. And after his operation, Jacko had a bit of an update for us as well. Well, not really much of an update, but just a really nice message that I wanted to give a little bit of time to. Um, So he said, just out of surgery, the road to recovery and hard work starts now. As I've said, I still have goals to tick still this year and we'll be pushing hard to achieve them. I want to thank everyone for the get well wishes. You guys are legends. Get behind the boys at Campbelltown Sunday. And then he replied to himself saying, and just want to say sorry to the supporters who paid their hard-earned cash to support us, especially after a hard year for, for walking around and signing and taking photos with you post-game, dot, 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 LOL, laughing emoji. Appreciate you guys. So he's 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 there for the fans. He's enjoying yep. himself. I, I think it was um, Roasted Rugby League or whoever posted um, a little video on his Instagram story earlier in the week about uh, this one group of young blokes at in the stadium at uh, Suncorp who got Jacko to yeah. take a photo. Take a photo of, of them. The group of them. Yeah, of, yeah, not of him. the group of them. Not with, yeah. not with him involved. He was literally the one taking the photo for them. And he should I just... have put on selfie mode and just snapped himself smiling. <laughs> like, seriously. I find that to be bloody brilliant. Like, he's got a sense of humor about it too. So it's good, it's good to see. Hopefully he, I... he wears our colors for a few more years to come at least. Post game, I saw so I also saw Adam Dwayhe signing a Broncos jersey. Like, why would you have an opposition player sign your jersey? I don't, I didn't understand that. But yeah, a guy, some kid, kid, I think he was like early twenties, had a Broncos jersey and got Adam to sign his sleeve. I'm like, um, okay, like fair enough to get him to sign something else, but opposite team, I just found that, uh. Really weird. Adam kind of laughed it, laughed it off, which was pretty funny. But um, right on to the Knights game on Sunday afternoon at four o'clock. Uh, hopefully, the um, yeah, the, the crowd will be it'll be a big crowd on Sunday. I'm so annoyed that I'm missing this. The only game, home game, I missed last year uh, was that Panthers win. So maybe it's an omen. We'll um, have a big win. Uh, in a game, a home game that I miss. But uh, the back line for us is Dane Laurie at fullback, Brent Naden and Ken Namalo on the wings, Stafford Toa and Kepoawa in the centres, Adam Dwayhe and Jock Madden uh, in the halves, so pretty much the same team. For the Newcastle side of things, Tex Hoy at fullback, uh, Tuala and uh, Dominic Young are the wingers, Dane Gagai and Bradman Best is back for the Knights. Uh Anthony Milford and Jake Clifford are their halves. Uh, as a bit of continuing, it's been a while since 
we've carried over is the same seven, isn't it? One to seven. Yeah, we're carrying over this week. One to seven. Uh, The boys got a bit of rhythm. Like this, the whole year we're basically through injuries or um, basically trying different things. It's pretty good to see the back line at least staying the same. They can the boys can keep the uh, the rhythm going. Yeah, a bit of consistency, find a groove. I I can't think of anything negative about that. So the the fact that they've had a few games as a like as a backline now moving into this game, which is a game that we should win, um, by all accounts, it's good to have a bit more of a settled settled backline. Hopefully it hopefully it pays dividends. Rob, how do you like the matchup for us in the backs? Uh, look, it's like as said, at least we've got the same back line again. I'm, I'm not pleased to see Bradman Best back in there. He's a very damaging runner. Uh, I think the Knights have the edge in the centres. Uh, I think we've got the edge everywhere else. So really, if our, if our centres can D up well, uh, that'll go a long way to winning it. Um, we've definitely got the edge in the halves, although Jacko being the ball-playing lock, he, he takes a little bit of heat off Jock and AD, so... Uh, I'm a little bit concerned that he's not going to be there because he'll be more focused on our halves and, and, you know, they can kind of direct their attention at our halves a bit more where Jacko will take a bit of that heat sometimes. So I, I just think it's a, you know, look, it's going to be a tough game. It really is going to be a tough game. If Jacko was playing, I'd, I'd very much say we'd win 13 plus. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that back line, other than Ponga not being there and uh, what, Edric Lee, that's about as good as a backline as, as they can field at the moment. They're, they're really struggling in the halves. Uh, four pack about, um, Gagai, Rob. He, we we all know that um, Origin Gagai is a completely different player to Clubland Gagai, but mm. we Not always seem us. to get Origin Gagai, don't we? Yeah, I was thinking yeah, the same he, thing. I, I watched him. I watched him against Canterbury. He he wasn't too bad. It's just it's it's a bit weird. But I, I don't know the best way to describe it for me is I feel like. A, lot, a few of the good Newcastle players are trying to do things individually. There's, they've got no sort of scheme or tactics or or cohesiveness about them. It's just kind of like the ball's with you. Try and do something. You know, let's let's just you know see what you can do, sort of thing. So, um, Gagai needs you know good ball and and you know like Ponga Ponga can you know hold up defenders. He can you know stop the defence. He can throw cutouts. He can run through holes. Ponga creates most of that attack. Um, you know, Milford's not the same player he was. Not that he's still not dangerous. Um, but, yeah, I, I just feel like there's, they're just playing like a bunch of individuals. I, I hope – I'm kind of hoping they really hate their coach because they've been playing like they hate their coach. Yeah. So so if they really want to get rid of their coach, have a have a howler this week, boys. <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I'm, really, I'm just a bit disappointed that, you know, Jacko's not going to be there because we know how important he was, you know, like how we, how we went after his suspension – Earlier in the year, like we, you know, we probably would have won a couple of games had he been there. And then we saw the immediate impact he had when he came back. Um, but, you know, we do have Adam there now, which is great. But I just think there's going to be too much reliance on on Adam to sort of be the man. So, uh, but I still think we'll get it done. But it'll be very tight. Didn't Nathan Brown, it wasn't his last game coaching the Knights, a Campbelltown loss to us? Do I, I remember re- that right? I can't remember. I'm what pretty. Was that, sorry, Josh. With Nathan Brown's last game coaching the Knights, we smacked them at Campbelltown. I'm pretty sure. We, yeah, it's happened. Yeah, before. Yeah, so he, yeah. they um History they came repeating. to that game. I think Hopefully. with uh, a bit of bit of drama around that situation. Yeah, yeah. we we pumped them forty two to four or something along those lines, and yeah, he, he and was Ponga played their next game. Yeah, yeah, Ponga had a. Pogham was pretty average as well from memory. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we smacked him up. But uh, our was, four pack yeah, that was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was definitely pre COVID. I'm pretty sure the whole world is just is pre COVID and uh, post COVID. We should just start the years again. Just go. Uh, it's year. What are we at? Year three. Um, <laughs> it's like the the next uh, Jesus. But. Um, Four pack, James Tarmel and Joe Offengawi front row, New Brown still at hooker, back row, Alex Safarth and Kelmet Tuolagi. Now the 13 jersey has been given uh, to Fanua Pole. As do you like this move, giving Fanua? I know a lot of people 
were shocked at this, but he does play um, play a lot of 13s growing up, I believe. Yeah, I didn't really know about that. So I'm hoping that we can see a really good, um, unique, or not really unique, but different side to his game. This week, I've seen a lot of people roasting the club for the decision, um, calling it a Sheen's selection, but you never know. There may actually be something behind the scenes here where they really think he could make a good 13. Um, we haven't seen too much of the ball playing from him yet, so it would be interesting to see if he has that ball playing um, aspect to his game that a 13 does now. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a wait and see thing, I guess. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. I hope he has an absolute blinder. He's he's taken like he's taken to first grade like a fish to water. So, I really hope we continue to see him step up and ha- have a good rest of the season. Regular uh, viewer, Kathy on Facebook said that Knights game we're talking about as it was a Saturday and we sold, uh, Kathy sold orange wigs at that game to raise funds for an association she was involved with. So, yeah. I do uh, remember that. Yeah. The orange wigs? Yeah, I, I remember the, the, that whole game. Yeah. It, was a, it was a really good night. Yeah. Uh, Roberto, the. Uh, well, I'll go through the Knights first, sorry. Uh, Jacob Saifidi and Daniel Saifidi, front row. Jaden Braley, hooker. Tyson Rizal and Brody Jones at second row. And my cousin, Mitchell Barnett, uh, at lock. No, no relation. He uh, He's obviously a ringer, and I'm not. But, um, Rob, the forward matchup, what are you feeling this one? Uh, I think it's a pretty even pack. Uh you know, obviously they're missing David Clemmer, who does a huge amount of work for them. And anyone who plays super coach knows knows his base stats are really good. So uh, glad that David Clemmer's not there. But look, they've still got a, a really good pack. Uh, and you know, our, our pack's a little bit different this week. No no ball playing lock, and we've still got Safeharth again, who did very well last week with his fifty tackles and all that. But um, yeah, I, I think I think it's a pretty even match. To be fair, I'm a little bit little bit worried about our forwards, but um, you know, I think it's we've basically named a, a more defensive team. Uh, whether Pole starts at lock or not, we'll, we'll wait and see. Joffa could end up being back at lock, or we might even who knows? We might even uh, put the debut on in there and start him, and maybe he's been named on the bench just to take a bit of heat off him. But yeah, very surprised we didn't go with a ball player because it really just takes a lot off our mm-hmm. attack this week. Uh, Junior Tiger on YouTube asked, should the Tigers go after Clemmer? I forgot to add this to the news. Sheens came out basically tonight, uh, a Brooks and Clemmer swap. I know a lot of us West Tigers fans were talking about that. I think the money would work out pretty similar. Uh, Sheens is, yeah, I mean, Sheens is just coming out the bat for Luke Brooks nonstop. Um, But would you have liked that move? Rob? Look, I wouldn't have minded it, but Sheen's answer was, we don't need a prop. Um, if Jock goes the way I think he'll go the next five games, I don't think we need a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, uh, what do you do? But look, they're, they're backing Brooksy to the hilt. So I, yeah. I, we can we can say all we want about Brooks. I think we've just got to get used to the fact he, he's going to be number seven for some reason. So I'm really hoping Jock Madden <laughs> can have five, you know, five more really good games and and just uh, change that thought process that they've got there because, you know, his general game was outstanding. Uh, you know, did a couple of great tries this last week or set up tries. So um, he's just got to work on his defence a little bit. That's all. Uh, the bench, so on our side, Zane Musgrove, Austin Diaz, uh, Tom Freebarn will make his debut and Tyrone Peachy, Junior Tupo is named at 18th man on the night side. Phoenix Crosland. Uh, who grew up, he had the same junior club as me. He's an Aaron Eagles junior. Go the Eagles. Uh, Sam Sasagi. I can't, my eyes are shot. I should have made it bigger. Hang on, let me open it. How do you pronounce it? Simi Sasagi, uh, Pasami Salo, and Matt Croker. God, that sounds like a 12 man um, joke (laughs) for those two names back to back. (laughs) I need to take a poo too. uh, as the bench, who, who's who got the stronger bench here? Based on experience, you'd have to say um, the Knights do. Crossland has a pretty good utility value for the for the Knights. Um, Peachy has that value for us. So I'm, 
I'm still not sure how the club's going to use him. Maybe he might come on as the starting 13. I feel like as for a ball player, he'd be the better option. Uh, Sasangi and Solo aren't bad players for the Knights, but I think Zane Musgrove um, is a better player than those two are. Obviously, we've got a Diaz would be a what a third gamer now or a fourth gamer, and then we've got Freebarn on debut. So, do you know much I, about Freebarn, as? Not only that he had a really really strong season for the Maggies last year. Um, I remember it was the the game against the Bears at North Sydney Oval that they televised, um, where they were expected to romp all over us because we had mm. most of our Jersey flag team in there. Um, but we came out and put in a an excellent performance and won that game off the back of him um, in the halves. I think he or in the. I think he was a half. I don't actually remember. Is that uh, when Kelmer had, Kelma had a blinder? Uh, that was the year I before, I think, Josh. Ah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, free you barn. Got two, you got two tries that night. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. I hope he has a a great game. Um, and if there's a team to debut against is it's a team that's struggling on the ladder like ourselves so not a lot of pressure on him um whatever role he gets given i think he'll make a good fist of it but yeah back to your original question i feel like the stronger bench is the knights um but it'll come down to how we use ours whether or not we can get over them obviously zane came on late in the first half last weekend and had a bit of a poor start but Got his got himself together in the second half, so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my thought process there. Uh, so outside, so Junior Chippo, as I mentioned before, Jake Simkin, Brandon Tumuth, and uh, Jimmy Roberts, and Justin Manamua are all outside the 17. Rob, how are you feeling with the bench? Is there any of those guys that you feel could be or should be a late change into the team, or how, how are you liking the bench? Oh, look, as Aaron said, it's a pretty, you know, well, two of our guys are very inexperienced. One hasn't had a game and one's had three or four, as Aaron suggested. So, uh, you know, really, really only got Peachy and, and uh, Musgrove there. So a uh, little, little bit nervous about it. But at the same time, we've got to blood these guys. We've got to get these kids that haven't had many games, you know, getting yeah. some first-grade experience. But it's definitely not a strong bench. Uh, personally, I would have liked to have seen Peachy start at 13 and, and just have another big body there. Uh, you know, just for a bit of impetus off the bench. But look, we don't know how they're going to line up. It could be just a bit of, you know, ducks and drakes and, and might all change by Sunday. Who knows? Uh, shouts to Derek on the Facebook stream watching in the Philippines. Do you live there or on holidays, mate? Um, that's awesome. Tuning in. The uh, the global podcast, the Westlife podcast. <laughs> Uh, righto, Rob Stradamus, time for predic- <laughs> predictions. Pressure's on after the uh, sensational one last week. Uh, we're paying $1.50. This may have changed. I think I did that graphic last night. Let me check that. Uh, as I'll go to you first, what are you feeling in this game? I, I like our chances. Um, obviously, when we're favourites, things haven't gone particularly well in the past, but I think I think this is where we start to turn that around um, into next year. So I think we've got what it takes to win this one. Um, the Knights are playing awfully so far this year. They honestly, I feel like if it wasn't for their first two rounds where they played really well against um, the Roosters and us, I, I think they'd be stone motherless last, but um, yeah, they got off to that good start, which has so far kept them away from the spoon. But I think we can beat them this week and send them back down there. I've already got um, that that app open to to see what Rob's multi is going <laughs> to pay, pay for us this week. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm looking forward to this game. It's good to get back to Campbelltown. Um, yeah, like I said before, and like Jacko and AD have said fingers crossed we can get a nice big crowd out there to support the boys you've got it on the graphic there that um it's mostly sunny with very minimal chance of rain so a mm. nice dry track um should be it should be a really good game of footy a lot of people are saying it's um a battle of the cellar dwellers but the way we're playing at the moment with the way we've played the last couple games even without jacko i think 
we're, we're offering a bit more in attack now. Um, without Jacko, Jock may have to step up a bit more, but I still think AD is going to steer the ship a lot more from the number six. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Should be good fun. Then I'm taking yeah. the Tigers by maybe, I don't know, 10 points. I'd say maybe a score line of uh, 24 to 14 because the Knights have the ability to score and our defense hasn't been great. So mm. I think reasonably middle of the range scoring. Might be relying a little bit on, uh, as we said earlier, the Knights just not not wanting it as much as we do. So, um, I mean, Jacko might have been part of that attitude shift as well. But, I mean, yeah, Adam, as you said, Adam still in the field. Uh, should be update from Derek. He's in the uh, the Philippines with the Australian team training with the Filipino team. That's um, that's awesome. So yeah, no one mess with Derek. He uh, he is uh, a pro professional boxer. That's awesome. Uh, righto, Roberto. Everyone's got their betting respective betting apps out. What are you feeling? <laughs> oh, certainly I won't be giving anyone any value this week. That's for sure. Uh, look, guys, as I've said earlier in the show, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. I think we've, based on the starting team we've picked, we've gone more defensive. Uh, the Knights really don't have many points in them unless we make some horrendous errors like, you know, drop bombs and, and stuff like that. I think the key for us, as I said earlier, is our two centres. If Kapoa can do his job on Gagai and not get caught out a couple of times like he did last week, flying up and, and leaving gaping holes, and if Toa's first contact can be as good as it was last week on a, a big body like Bradman Best. We'll go a long way to winning it. Uh, I'm tipping the boys to win. So if uh, we're looking at a projected multi, I will be going Tigers 1-12. to 12. I would be taking the total points 31-40. to 40. So or if, you, okay. if, you want to be, if you want to be safer than that, just go Tigers to win and unders because I think the line's about 43.5 or thereabouts. Mm. I'm really not... Half, yeah. I'm really not keen on picking a try scorer because I nothing really super stands out to me. But just looking at, you know, like other than things like bombs and stuff like that, I think our, I think our strike forward is going to be Kelmer. So I can see Dane Laurie running off a Kelmer to a Lagi, you know, offload and, and going over for a try. So if I'm going to chuck in a try score, it's going to be Dane Laurie. But I'm not confident on that. But that, yeah, I think Dano's just talking the talk and walking the walk now. So... I uh, love what he's come out and said in the media. love what he's been doing on the field. Um, he's going to be sniffing around the ruck, you know, backing up any breaks we do. So I, I think Dane's a big chance of scoring a try, and he's bloody overdue as well. So so Tigers, uh, 31 to 40, and Dane Laurie to score a try. I don't, don't think it's not going to be 40-something to one like it was last week, and I'm not picking a Newcastle Knights play to score. I, I, don't, okay. think it's going to be a, I don't think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. When you pick when you pick an opposition try scorer for your multi, it actually pushes the price enough. up a lot yeah. more. But um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm feeling maybe New Brown. He's he loves a little uh, quarterback sneak from uh, from dummy half. What's he paying for? for He's a always try? about four or five dollars a try. Yeah, four uh... four sixty. So uh, I'm gonna go West Tigers minus. The line, which is five and a half. I reckon we can win six plus. Uh, New Brown to score. That's 575 there. And what was the uh, total points that you said, Roberto? So I, I said 31 to 40, but I mean, you can go unders, under 42 and a half if you want to get so something a bit thinner. West Tigers overs is 24, 23 and a half. No, no, this, I'm talking team total. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the, I know. I'm, just, I'm just saying, do you think we can score 24 points? Uh, I reckon I I highly doubt it. I think that'll be our, our absolute tops. I feel the game's going to be something like twenty two twelve, twenty two fourteen, something like that. I I just feel it's going to be in the thirty odd points total bracket. I just I just don't think we've got as much attack without Jacko there. And based yeah. on that, based on that, but I, I think we've just got we've just got more intensity the way we're playing at the moment. And the Knights don't seem interested. So unless they come out with a new attitude. I, I just think we'll go at him for 80 minutes and eventually we'll win. Alex said he just put, uh, how many zeros are there? One, two, three, four. <laughs> he put $100, $100 million on Dano to score a try this week. Oh, if, if I get it wrong, I'm moving to the Philippines <laughs> with the boxing. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments what uh, yeah what your prediction is. Gussie. Gussie got my quarterback sneak reference. Good on you, Gussie. 
Gussie will uh, say 44 uh, to 4 like he does everywhere. Yeah, 44 to 4. It's got to, uh, got to pop up eventually. So, that multi boys, of yours, Rob, uh, only 11.50 this week. But, I mean, when we're not paying it. seven... When we're not paying seven bucks to win, it's it's going to yeah. be harder to get your value there anyway. So exactly, exactly. picking the win alone last week, we might was, we uh, might be playing paying seven seven bucks again next week against the Sharkies. We'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> right, out. Uh, that just about does it for the show tonight. We'll review this game Monday night. I'll uh, man, I'll still be in lockdown. Jesus, um, fingers crossed. Apologies for the the spicy coughs in the background, guys. That um, yeah, hopefully by Monday I'm feeling a bit fitter and uh, back back into it. But, um, yeah, I think we soldiered on, or I soldiered on uh, okay tonight. But, uh, boys, you carried the ship for me, as always. So, uh, yeah, is there anything else before we go? No, Mates? just get out get out to Campbelltown. Get out to Campbelltown. And, uh, I'm going to go next door for a feed after the game. If anyone's there and they see my ugly melon, oh, yeah. come and say hello. Happy to chat yep. to everyone. And as you're driving from Orange for the game, I'm going to be there. And uh, my seats will be empty. I'm so annoyed. I'll, that beer and dinner, the uh, the lazy, sounds really good, Roberto. I would have joined you 100. percent But um, next time, yeah, next Shoot time. Shoot me an email, Gussie. I'll I'll uh, I'll try and find you at Campbelltown as well. Say hey. Good on you, Gussie. Righto, guys. As always, drop in the comments. You know how we finish every show. As always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Another episode of the West Life Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues Club and as well as MG Pump Solutions. If you could please subscribe if you'd love to hear us again. We're going to have episodes every twice a week, every week this season, Mondays and Thursdays. So we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.